0: From an undisclosed location, it's the 8 to Z briefing, starring your host Eric Zant. Tonight, Eric welcomes xenomorph expert Ellen Ripley from the planet Melmac, Gordon Shumway, and special insider from Area 51. What? what? Okay, never mind. That guy's not here. We don't know nothing about that guy. Sorry, anyway. I'm Tim Tavala, and here is your host for tonight's episode of the A to Z Briefing, Mr. Eric Zenz.
1: Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we are here at a special, special episode. I don't even know how that, where'd that music come from?
0: The the government's already poking me. Our last guest canceled. Well, he didn't cancel. He doesn't exist, actually.
1: Oh, he's 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 a and nowhere that, man. There is no he. They are a nowhere person. There's
0: there's no they are.
1: There's no they are. There's nothing. Nothing. Let there's it go. nothing. That thought it was erased from everyone's head. Just exactly. Now.
0: I'm gonna Men in Black. Yeah, you're done. That's it.
1: Boom. That's it. So, ladies and gentlemen, you have found yourself in another dimension, a dimension of sight, sound, a dimension of mind. You have entered an area where pop culture meets bad comedy, and two men who dare to go where few dare to go. We're going to the undisclosed, to the extraterrestrial. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the A to Z briefing. And we are going to get to the bottom of the truth of what is out there. How'd that go, Tim? Pretty good.
0: That was pretty awesome.
1: That was pretty good. Uh, Yeah, folks, tonight we're doing a special, since it's episode 51, we wanted to give you a special uh, in commemoration of the uh, number of episode 51. We coincided with Area 51, and we are going to do the. Aliens episode. That's right. We're going to be talking about aliens. We're going to be talking about abductions. We're going to be talking about cheesy shows. We're going to be talking about uh, hoaxes. We're going to be talking about skeptics. We're going to be talking about, I mean, you name it. It's, it's, we're going to get, well, our aim tonight is to get you to believe the truth. We're going to bring you the truth. At the end of the episode, we will have the truth. And if we don't have the truth, I promise you that Steve Ferracci will refund your money. Every, every every single penny Maybe right every, out
0: of before we get started i have to get ready
1: oh my gosh tim do that please i have a metal plate in my head so i'm okay but um okay tim's good tim's got the tinfoil hat on uh i got the metal plate in my head uh my earphones are actually uh made by a man who shunned society 35 years ago and makes Makes anti-detection parts out of old pots and pans, so these are wired up. I mean, I'll probably get electrocuted, but anyway. T- so, Tim, tonight, you know, I got to ask you, Tim. I mean, you and I have discussed at length on different occasions, not on the air, but off the air. You know, uh, we're we're both very, very into the whole prospect of extraterrestrial life and aliens too. I I would love. I mean, I want to believe that they're real. I wanted to believe that. Well, first of all, let's broaden the scale so as the as we get going we can shrink it because we don't want to just keep going like this. We want to bring it we want to bring it back in. The universe is is an infinite enormous place that we can't comprehend. There's there's abs in my mind, okay? In my mind, there's absolutely no way that we are alone. Even in this galaxy, perhaps not even in this solar system because they've discovered bacterial life on mars they've discovered um lots of different uh things in our own solar system that are the basis or were or could have life so we know that it's not just us we know you're not we're not unique to it but tim the the the, the aspect of not being alone is 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 very fascinating and frightening would you agree with that of course absolutely i also don't think i don't agree with stephen hawking when stephen hawking said that we ha- we have to take a yeah i should i can't do the voice i had, to, I had the the voice went right into my head i'm sorry i apologize yeah I, I can't i can't even do it. and if i could do it justice i absolutely would i cuz I, I heard he was a fan of people making fun of him he like he actually had a sense of humor a, a great <laughs> sense of humor
0: okay 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 wait wait do 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 his pose do what he, do do how he sits in the chair and don't do say okay but don't say nothing. okay you ready Welcome to the A to Z program. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we'll double team it.
1: <laughs> oh God! It had to be. Um, it had to be done, folks. It, it had, had to be. be done. But listen, if you want to do it, listen before you cancel us and, and get all woke on us. Do your research. and And Stephen Hawking was a was a huge huge fan. He he understood comedy and he understood. He 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 had a sense of humor. He could make fun of himself, and he would allow others to make fun of that So don't don't get all whatever on us. He's a theoretical physicist, smart brain scientist, but Tim, you know, uh the universe is huge. And like I like I was saying, I, I don't I you know you're Hawking perplexed. said you're, you're perplexed. Hawking said, okay, Stephen Hawking said that we only need to take a page out of our own history from Earth. Um, when Columbus visited, when Columbus sailed across the ocean and landed in the, uh, what are now the West Indies, the islands like uh, Antilles, Bahama, all those, all those islands. And when, when European people basically, basically invaded, because, um, you know, they tried to say that we discussed that Europe, we, listen to me now, I'm being an asshole. <clears throat> they basically tried to say that Columbus and europeans discovered where we live now well, i mean it can't be discovered because like you landed in someone's backyard like that's like going to your neighbor's house and saying, look i discovered a new land you know it's not it's that's not the truth he 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 encountered and um explored new lands to them okay it was new to them okay but think about the ramifications of that okay where they lived they were They were already like immunity built up to so many different things already. They, they ate different things. They, their customs were different. And as soon as they landed, I mean, the natives basically got decimated. I mean, they, they know that there are at least like two or 300 tribes of different natives from the islands all the way to Alaska that are no longer. And since they all have, um, verbal, uh, history. We'll never know much about them unless, you know, only what other tribes tell us. So Stephen Hawking is saying that he thinks that aliens coming here would be like Columbus coming to America. And it would be the it would be the decimation of the people that were already there. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. And I don't think that's true um, because and I'll tell you why, because why would they care enough to come here? and do that like they have no they have no like are you telling me that they're gonna land in like rural iowa and some like like farmer is out in his field on his tractor? they're gonna be like oh well what's this you know what i mean like they're gonna be just as scared as we are they're gonna be just as frightened as we are have just as many and you know what how do you even know that they can even breathe it's like we they have to already know earth they have, and they're watching us and all this stuff it's like come on man it's like i don't I don't think that's, I don't think his theory is correct. I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it at all. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute here. We
0: we have a special guest already getting ready to join us.
1: We do have, I I failed to mention that we have a guest tonight.
0: It is a mystery guest, sort of, in a way. I'm bringing him on right now.
1: No. No. wait a minute, wait a minute. Does this, now am I to treat this guest as anonymous? Uh, He doesn't want his name, doesn't want his face has his name, I'm, but not
0: his face. I don't, I don't think it's his real name. And his okay. Face, his face so, is covered. So be careful His prepared. face is
1: covered. and Okay. So I'm going to address him as... Okay. Okay, any, great. Any, great.
0: Any mature audiences, this might this might frighten you just a little bit. But be careful. Mm-hmm. So here we are. Dr. John A. Zoidberg. Welcome to the show, doctor.
2: Hello, Eric. And damn it's such a pleasure to be here. I've come to colonize your planet and the such.
1: Ooh. Oh, are you... Are you uh... Do you own a deli, doctor? Um, oh, I
2: own a deli. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor deli. I, I I perform surgery and I and I cut me at the same place. You should come by. I could give you a discount.
1: I would love to do that. I'm into that already. I, but what kind of discount are we talking about? Well, twenty percent right off the tip.
2: Ooh. Oh, I, Tim. Tim I bring man. I I bring Hard my up. own accompaniment.
1: I do. I like that. I am already in. Dr. John. So Dr. John, thank you for joining us here. Thanks for coming uh out onto the airwaves and you know, giving us uh giving us exclusive ex- ex- exclusivity, right? Did I say that right? If I you did uh well wow. So <laughs> thank you for that. And thank you for uh oh he's all right there. Uh he's eating already. Benadryl. Uh he so, very hungry. He, well, he ate did he just eat that green thing? Yes. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, thank you for giving us the first crack at your, uh, you know, your experiences and stories. Dr. John, Dr. John, what 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 can you tell us uh, and about about the, uh, the 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 world and universe beyond the one we see? Is there is there anything you can tell us that 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 will broaden our horizon and make make those stars brighter in the sky every time we look at them?
2: Well, I've come to, to, here to tell you definitively that aliens do not exist. They don't.
1: Oh, they don't. They uh, don't. No, exi- they're
2: not. Listen, Area Fifty-One people, they don't exist. I'm doing what you asked me to. Zoidberg's a team player. He is. <laughs>
1: oh my God, Tim, this is like uh, I kind of feel better about this already. Like you know, uh, no, we I'm, have. A I'm actually a little more frightened. Are you a little more frightened? Well, Let's Sam, see. I'm not taking Sam. my hat off for nothing. Sam, uh, Sam brings up a good question, and this is actually a very legitimate good question. Sam, what's up? Uh, Sam wants to know, how do you know that they are not already here now? That's a great question. Uh, Dr. John, I'll start with you. Um, are they here now? I mean, are we being lied to?
2: Well, if they were here, they'd be on this show, and if it's that they're not on this show, they're not here, so they can't be here. No aliens here, my
0: friends.
1: You're not wrong. He's not wrong there. Tim, what do you think? Is he right, or are they here with us?
0: There's something about this guy that that's that's bugging me. I can't I can't place my finger on it though.
1: I thought he was my uncle Sherm first, but I mean he's he's in uh, he's he's out in uh, Thousand Oaks, California, and he doesn't have internet, so I know it's not him. I just don't know if I trust him yet. I don't know if I trust him yet. I don't know. I like I like this choice of frames he uses for his glasses. I think they're pretty trustworthy.
2: Hey, oh. yeah, I got them on discount. I did. They were good. You see, they're good frames. They're good. Earthling they frames. An alien wouldn't wear Earth- these frames. Earthling like, frames, but- he said. Earthling Earth- frames. See what I'm Earthly saying? frames. Ooh. See what I'm saying? Ooh. I don't Ooh. trust this guy.
1: I don't know. He, the Buddy Holly stuff the, the, with the frames, I don't know. That's You don't trust him, huh? I think he's got a very trusting phalanges off his person. Now, I do
2: not love these phalanges.
1: That's pretty cool. I uh I actually dated a girl that had them on the back of her head, but you know.
2: Uh, oh wow! Book <laughs> me up. Do you have her number? Maybe Zoyberg
1: uh, is Is well, I have a number for him, but it's on the back of her uh uniform now. So you know, you might you what you might want to uh, I don't know. You might need to get into the penal system to penal
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, the penal
1: system to uh to do that. Well, Doctor Zoidberg. I uh I I I brought forth and pontificated briefly on the theoretical equation of uh Stephen Hawking. I did the imitation already and I I don't know if I can do it again. But you know, he said basically that when Columbus came over here uh and and co- the one the Europeans colonized the, the land we live on now and basically from disease and from, uh, you know, from outright, uh, I'm just going to say an abuse of of the natives, decimated hundreds of different tribes of of natives here. Now he says that if aliens were to come here, they'd be much more advanced, much more powerful, much smarter, probably um, communicate telepathically. I think that's all science fiction, and I think that's taking it too far. Uh, do, is that is that? Somewhere, I mean, were you, you know, over in the area that you're not to speak of? Is that is that a possibility? Well,
2: the thing is, I think what happens is, is that human beings they think they're the center of the universe. They go, we we would conquer everyone, and they go and conquer everyone. Uh, if I were from a different planet, which I'm not, I'm very earthly. Look at my earthly frames. Look at my earthly pen right here on my earthly desk but if i weren't earthly i might be just from you know a culture that likes to sit in the sun and hang out and be doctorish that's all this we don't want to take
0: anything over
1: Tim, we tim yes you know i think you're right i'm getting a i'm getting a funny funny can i use a, a hip word now vibe Vibe, from vibe. His, what's, well, his, what's his
0: vibe? But he's, he's vibing. Well, 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 no matter what, we already have. We have a, a question for Doctor Zoyberg. Oh from my Jeremiah, god! From Jeremiah Ramsey.
2: What's he say? Have you ever
0: been to the planet Melmac on your Planet Express deliveries?
2: Oh, Melmac! They have the best cuisine. Oh cats? my god! Cats. Eat cats. Cat pie. Ooh. You haven't lived till you've had tabby Ooh. pie. <laughs>
0: I'm, 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 this is taking a left turn, Eric.
1: Is he? Is are you Jeremiah? Are you sure you're not confusing uh, Melmac with P- Bangladesh? <laughs> I think the cats there too, don't they? Um, Ooh, Tim, I, Tim, I, I, I'm. You know, as the I'm a, As you know, I'm a very good detective. I have a sharp eye and a sharp, sharp, sharp attention to detail. I'm what you call a finder, and I find things that no one else can. I have a funny feeling, Tim just a small funny feeling that this man is an imposter. And I think we know who this man is. And I think he's a little more popular than he's letting on. And I think a lot more people know who he is than is letting on because I think he is the host of the 007 deep dive. And I think it's Mr. Faschetic. <laughs> ah! Hello guys, Jason. it's me,
2: Fishetic. I host Deep Dive.
0: Woo, 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 woo. I was gonna say Ooh, I thought it was John Cusack. I don't know. I was way off though. John Cusack is not that handsome. <laughs>
2: Come on. <bro. laughs> I figured I was gonna do that until one of you guys until you guys got sick of it and you're just like, all right, take that fucking thing off.
1: I I was just I would, to would did, I would did
2: it all
0: night. I would did it
2: all night.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, a- I I wanted a good build up to the to to get you. You know what I mean. I didn't want it just to be like, oh, I wanted a Wanted a good intro and a good outro to it, but uh you know, we all were on a chat here before we went on the air. Uh we call it our uh backstage area. And the green uh green room. <laughs> the green room. Green we're in the green room, room. just like the, the laugh factory comedy club. The uh, you know, Jason, you were you were commenting on the shows that uh that d- dive into these theories of, of ancient aliens, ancient yeah. technologies, searching it for was. aliens. What what do you think? Give me, give me a, uh, give me something real quick. How do you feel about these shows, and do you think there is any accuracy or or believable uh, content to it? All
2: right, so he, here's the deal. I was, I'm not allowed to watch these shows by my wife oh. because I, I'm a skeptic. Like, I, it's not that I don't believe in aliens because I do believe there has to be something. I just don't believe it's like they're visiting us, anal probing us, abducting us. Like, I don't think they give a shit. They, they're not even aware of us if they exist. Um, so I'm very much a skeptic so when we first started dating I'd watch ancient aliens and I would yell at the TV like you know like they'd be like and the only thing that could have built the pyramids was alien help. And I'm like no you fucking idiots they had they had science
1: we know how they did it they did they did now but there is something I will say that is suspect is the the length they had to to carry those rocks from the quarry to the actual build spot and how they had. Now that's tricky. And now whatever technology they used and they had is is absolutely fantastic because to do that on that kind of scale, I mean, you know, I don't think like a ship came and beamed all the, you know what I mean? And and until you can prove otherwise, I don't believe that. I really don't.
0: I I, I saw a documentary that proved that how how they were built. It was called X-Men Apocalypse and that was, that was were built by mutants. Mutants built the thing.
1: That I would believe. And sub, and Nur, right? Uh, Apocalypse yes, he, yes. he was uh
0: he no, built mutant powers.
1: So yeah. my
2: the thing about that as I've thought about that a lot and uh we we often overlook that there was zero care for individual life back then. 100%. So it very much could have been like, all right, you bunch of slaves, you literally carry this until you die, and then we brush you off and someone else carries it until they die. Like, you know, that's kind of how I think that shit happened. I I,
1: I think you're on the right track because let's let's be honest, there were there were hundreds of thousands of people in Egypt there. And I mean, that was right. like where everybody from Egypt to the Red Sea to the to the Dead Sea, all that, they call that you know, Persia, the cradle of civil- civilization, they call that. That's where most of the population of that area was, in the Earth. Um, of course, China had a population and of course, South America did too. But most of what was happening expanded from there. And there were plenty of people. I mean, like, if this guy just fucking died, they, did, they, did, they weren't like, oh no, uh, <laughs> Mr., Mr. Johnson died today. They'd be like, fuck him, just fucking yeah. throw him over the cliff and, you know, push. Push! Who cares? Push. You know what I mean. That's what they were doing. (laughs) That's exactly it. That's really what they were doing. No, but you know, there are a few things that don't add. Like the ancient alien show. Like it's all for. It's for entertainment. And if people don't understand that, I get into what you want to get into. Fine, and believe what you want to believe. That's that's great. But it's merely entertainment, and it is a business. It is a million, multi-million dollar business. I mean, that guy with the hair. He. He makes, what, like $25,000 for appearance? I mean, and I'm supposed God, to believe that guy?
2: He, I'm sorry, but he's terrible. I watched two episodes of that show before I came on here. And <clears throat> that show is literally this. So would you say that um, six of Jesus' apostles were aliens? Is there proof of that? And someone, And then someone just goes, no, no, there's no proof of that. But what if seven were? And that's the fucking show. It's just like there's no proof yeah. of any of this. But no. what if there was?
1: Either way, you can do the. It's like Tim. I have no proof that you're sitting in a chair right now. I, I don't. I don't believe it. But may
0: or may not have pants on.
1: Are you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't know. <laughs> you can you can do the left hand didn't know what the right hand was doing all day long, and like I said, I'm not trying to generalize the the. The mainstream population of the united states but we're we're a fucking stupid fucking nation we really are there are not a lot of intelligent individuals left anymore i mean i'm making myself one of them but um seriously miss it isn't that that nobody's intelligent it's 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 a misleading culture we're in okay and when you get amped up it's like when those endorphins get going and it's like anything it's like when you know somebody sees uh so you know it's it's the, you call it the regional the regional aspect of of like a a phenomenon blowing up like like your aunt your aunt marjorie marjorie sees like a light across the pond and then like you know stan the plumber was driving home and he saw the same thing well then they get on the phone and they call their you know one calls a grandmother one's going to visit his daughter the next thing you know everybody sees this light and it becomes the local you know all oh. and then giorgio gets on he's like what happened in Stylesville New York <laughs> there was a the light was it aliens this man saw it and then you get the guy he's just in there out was driving home and uh well looked across and well, there, there was a light and everybody, <laughs> then, everybody, then everybody's sitting there going like this going hmm. you know what I mean and it's like so the the it's like the what what do they call that like when you stir the public up like that you know what I mean it's like that that whole thing.
2: Yeah, it's like they're it's starting... Mania, it's like a mania. Yeah, it, it, yeah exactly. It, it's like um, when everyone's doing the same thing, like the, the Salem Witch Trials, right? There like you go, when exactly. Everyone's caught up in um, my uh, herd mentality, where like, oh, I heard this, I heard that, I heard this. and And, and it's funny because I think that the... I actually think that the, the tales of aliens serve a purpose in society, right? Like it it's it's the same as mythology was for the ancient Greeks or the stories, uh religious stories if you are looking at them non-religiously, uh like I often do in my English class. Um, you know, it's all about explaining things. And I think people really just want to understand the world around them. And there's a lot mm-hmm. of things that are not explained by necessarily science or religion and so they kind of wrap up their, myth, their own mythology and this joined mythology with like okay well the greys and, and, and the ancient aliens and, and you know the, the lights and the, the distance so you know, I think it's interesting
1: very, it, is, it is very interesting and, and the thing is, 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 is one thing you, you, you almost need a mass you know a mass tale for any region of the world, whether it be China, has their own, has their own, India, China, Russia, Europe, they all we all have in in the states. We all have these things, but you know, back in the old old days, you know, they really didn't understand how to keep order. You had to keep some sort of assemblance, because, it, like I said, with the witch trials and everything, when the witch hunt went on, everybody fucking boarded their house up, fucking so everybody slept in the middle of the kitchen. You know what I mean? It's like nobody. You were so scared, you know what I mean? But these religious guys come in, and you know, they're like, uh, you know, drink drink wine on Sunday, and, and whatever. I don't know what the hell they do. I'm not religious at all. So I don't know. I'm probably being really bad right now. But <laughs> but you know, it, it, it's all about order. And let, let's be honest. Let's 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 Tim, let's transition this into something we really know. It's a business, it's just like the wrestling business. It's K fabe. It's, you know, keeping control, but in behind the scenes, it's really not really anything. You know, nobody walked on water. Nobody floated over the, uh, and abducted a cow and it beamed up and it's, come on.
0: That's, I don't. So I'm a little lost now. Are you saying you don't believe in aliens now?
1: I do. I do believe, no, I a hundred percent believe in aliens. I hundred million percent believe in aliens. I just don't believe the, like Jason was saying. I don't think that show ancient aliens is factual. I think oh, no. it's, enter- I think it's entertainment, uh, do, but ha- do. Okay. So let's, 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 let's take the plane and, and go, go around the pole here for a minute. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to go and put it on autopilot. Now the government has recently released well years, they, they, they released the project blue book and the re- you know, the freedom of information act has all these, all these, uh, Uh, files on things, but now they're really disclosing things. They're putting things on new. They're leaking things to news. They're actually having um, high-ranking armed forces officials now can comment on this stuff because they're like, and they're not like making up. They're not saying like, oh my god, you know, this thing just kind of hover. Well, they say that, but they don't. It's not like they saw you know, like the Jetsons or something. It's like they're like, look, I was flying over the Atlantic Ocean and something came up next to me was there and it disappeared. He goes, I don't know what it was. I can't tell you what it was. I can't tell you if it was an alien. I can't tell you if it was this or that. I just can tell you that I saw it and I had to report it. I I can buy that, that I can buy because these guys are going places that none of us go and they see, they see places of this earth that we'll never see. You know what I mean? So that kind of thing, like these pilots and they're and they and they let us be honest, they're trained to watch everything. They, they they know where they're going. They know what's up, what's down, what's left, what's right. They know where the stars are. They know where the the continents are. They know what part of the earth they're on. If they see something out of the ordinary, they got radar. They got radio. They got fucking cable TV. I don't whatever they got inside the cockpit. You know, Top Gun, uh, Rambo, whoever. They know where they are and what's going on. If they see something out of the ordinary, that then that's fucked up. Like something was wrong. And, what do you guys think of that?
2: And, and that, that's the one thing I believe, like when, because, you know, as I said, I'm a skeptic, but when people who were in the military and the air force who, you know, are, are coming out about these things, I believe that for a couple of reasons, because one, as you said, they go to places and see places that most people don't. So, you know, if, if there are, if there is something looking to not be found on this planet, you know, they, they might see it, but, but also, um, because they're not coming out and saying, "Well, it's an alien." They're coming out and saying, "This is what I saw. It was weird. I don't know what it is. Make your own decision." And I always trust that more than oh, uh, there, there, there's a pen and it has ink. Aliens, you know, like so. Yeah. The it, the fact that they're not pushing the agenda makes me believe them more.
1: Right, because they're they're not doing it to scare or or make you like part of some like sub subculture. Right. Uh, to visit like cons all the time. Like you're going to the alien con. Now I'm going to the the in search of alien con. Now I'm going to the ancient alien con. Now I'm going to the disclosure con. And then I go, which they're right. fun. They're fun. I mean, I would oh, love yeah. to go to one of those things and watch these guys do a QA. I think it would be fucking fantastic. For because sure. I think I would have the time of my life.
2: And you but, said before that it's a business, and I'm going to say that it's it's a well deserved earned business, like because as you said, absolutely, it's, fun, it's, enter- it's entertainment. If you in, if you engage in it in that way, you really can get a lot out of it.
1: Yeah, because you can't tell me that these guys really fucking believe. Like, well, I hold on, okay. <sighs> I, they, they they might, but I will say one thing, okay. There is a place called Puma Punku. You guys heard of that heard of this? It's in South America. I believe no. it's in Peru. Peru, you ever heard of that one, Tim? No. It is, it is okay. So the way that they built this thing and the way that they crafted these stones to fit together, it is absolutely phenomenal how how they did this. And they it is true that they don't know what source they use to melt the rock. I mean, because I mean the, the type crypt- of rock it is, which I'm
0: like the crystal skulls, you're talking about? like the crystal skulls.
1: You're in that area. Yep. You're in that area a little further south and you're, you're almost there. Um, but it's like looking at this, I mean, looking at the way they constructed these these megaliths, it, it, it's amazing. And the way they like, you know, like un, like, you know, not straight, unnatural lined rocks, but they all fit together like a puzzle. And this is going back thousands of years. And what they how they did that, because they've tried to tear them apart. What they have gotten apart, they notice that it's all smooth. And it fits like perfectly. And there's absolutely no room for error there. I want to know how they did it. I mean, I'm not saying it was, I'm not saying it was aliens, but I want to know how they did it. That's what the thought provokes in me when I watch it. it's like, you know, if you take aliens out of it and just watch these guys, like, go to these old places and, and look and see how they did this. It's like, because it is fucked up. It's like, how the fuck did these fucking guys that walked around with a leaf over their crotch and carrying fucking spears? How the fuck did they come up with this? You know what I mean? How did they make all this gold? How did they do all this stuff? That's the interesting part. And I think that the simplicity of, of everything is, is way, way more fascinating than the, you know, getting all complicated with thinking, well, you know, there might have been an alien there. You know, I, I, I just think it. that's what I think of that, the ancient alien. Thing. Well, see,
2: the, the thing about the ancient aliens for me, it it's this whole thing of everything needs to make sense to me in modern times. So it's like, you know, I don't mean me or you, but just I think that's where that that comes from. Because you look back and you go, well, how could they have done this? I can't, in my modern view, understand how it was done. So it must be aliens. They (coughs) they couldn't have done it. I'm better than them. I couldn't do this. Therefore, it must be aliens. And And I think that's what it comes down to. It's like the fact is none of us could do what the people a thousand years ago could have done. I mean, I have a friend at work who always points out to me, he's like, you know, he goes, you know, Jason, I'm doing my impression of him. Like he watches he doesn't even watch my show, but I'm doing the impression of him just in case. He goes, you know, Jason, we live better right now than kings in the Middle Ages.
1: Oh my god, but, yeah.
2: But but that's a hundred percent true. Like, like like most of us, like not, of course, like, you know, those who are unsheltered and all that, obviously th- that's a different issue. But those of us who, if you have a shitty apartment, you're <clears> living better than a king in the Middle Ages. And I think a lot of, you know, and, and I think that's why we like, we don't understand things that have happened in the past. And it, instead of thinking about like, well, let me look at it and examine. It. It's like, nah, fuck that shit. Aliens. I can't yeah. do it. Must be aliens.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely and you know it takes away the the cool fantasy that you have in your mind of really like if an alien did come on okay now now tim sam said that aliens might already be here with us do you do you, do you think that's feasible do you think that's feasible they're already here already
0: uh no i wouldn't go that far
1: you're not going that far
0: i'm not going that far i i will go as much as I do think they visit us. I do think they some of the shit that people see are really you know alien craft of some kind. I don't I'm not into the whole kidnapping, probing kind of thing. I, I think we're like the galaxy's fucking aquarium. <laughs> that's, that's
1: not a bad no, that's not a bad
0: Like, Look at these people, you know, and again, with their technology and stuff, we're like cavemen to them. So it's like, yeah. oh look, look at look at this these people evolving. Look at these yeah. people with their play with their fancy planes and their fucking diet right. drinks and whatever the hell else they're making fun of us for. Exactly. That's what I think. That's what I personally think.
2: So we're just reality TV and every time we, we catch a- someone, yeah. like we yeah, it, it's just a reality TV like live excursion. We're that we're was, animal,
1: we're animal planet to them. As long as like <laughs> as long as like there's no like hillbilly aliens that want to just go out and shoot everything, you know. Let's hope they don't drive by in their in their pickup UFO, uh, you know what I mean, with their camo and everything and want to just, like, you know, poach us. But I honestly think that we're, if if there are civilizations so advanced, why would they even want to fucking waste their time coming here? It's like, if everything is so far beyond and so far, whatever, why, why? It's like, we're almost like, it's almost like when you're driving down the, I mean, you guys live in the city. But if I'm driving down the road and I see a couple of rabbits jumping around in the field, I'm just like, oh, rabbits, you know. Big fucking deal. They're going to go into their hole and sleep. Like, I, I I don't have any interest in that at all. I think that's probably how they would feel about it. Unless there's, like, the whole, like, Galaxy Rangers. You guys ever see the cartoon Galaxy Rangers? So great. Got to no, watch it. it. Oh, God. Guys, look it up when you, when you go. It's actually, you guys um, would have seen it before me because it was only exclusive to WPIX out of New York. Oh. Back in the 80s, yeah. Lenny Briscoe, Tim, voices the lead uh, character. Um, he, he does the lead voice, but they, they got approached by the the cartoon is it's kind of like a space Western. They got approached by these aliens that wanted to share their, their hyperdrive and get us kicked into the next level because they needed our help because we were a, um, and you know, a military, military esque civilization. They didn't really didn't have a strong, you know what I mean? A strong discipline of like keeping order out there because it was just kind of like the wild West and they needed like sheriffs. (laughs) <laughs> aka rangers it's People... so fun it's so fun it's oh, so that, fun
2: that sounds like every uh every american action movie like that that has like, like with aliens like i'm thinking independence day is the worst of these and i love that movie but where it's like everyone just going what are the americans gonna do about this
1: exactly exactly <laughs> but this was in the uh mid-80s so this predated a lot of the modern alien movies but um, yeah, you guys should really check that out. You guys should really check that out. It's a lot of fun. It's one of my favorite cartoons. It's uh, cool. I'm a car. I'm an old cartoon sci-fi guy, anyway. So I, I kind of like that shit. But um, did you did you
2: watch
0: Silverhawks when you were younger, Eric?
1: Silverhawks were okay. I, I watched it a little bit. Um,
0: Silverhawks, G Force, uh, G Force. What was another nice. one? Uh, uh, Battle of the Planets.
1: Battle of the Planets. Uh, Voltron. Voltron, of course. Yeah, GoBots, of course, is a big was a big one. GoBots was actually, uh, there's like a cult, a huge cult, like, subculture of the GoBots. Like, I didn't realize, like, because, you know, everybody's like, Transformers, uh, uh, you know, everywhere. It's like, right. if you really get into the GoBots, there's like, there's like, like groups and message boards. And these fucking people are fucking into it. And you do, I have to say, one of the greatest names for a transformable robotic entity is got to be PsyKill. Gotta be Psycho. <laughs>
2: That's an awesome name. It's
1: better than Megatron. It's better than almost Jeez. better than Megatron. Um Tim, I, are you a Transformer I, I, I guy? Thought,
0: I thought those. I was a Transformer cartoon guy. I yeah. thought the toys kind of. I mean, okay, I had them. I had a couple. Me too. But when you, but we, as an adult, when you really break it down, didn't they kind of suck? Yeah. I, I'll tell you why they sucked. Because here you are, with all your, you know, your robots. You're having your little adventure. You're you're having your battle or whatever, then are like, oh shit, it's time to go. Let's roll out. You have yeah. to now spend 10 fucking minutes transforming all your fucking toys into cars. Yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah, to it took a that.
1: while. It took a long
0: time. I don't care how fast you were. I don't care if you were fucking Ruby's Cube Chinese kid fast. You had to fucking sit there and go, <laughs> next. quick, <laughs> Next, <laughs> and then then you roll all your fucking guys to the next spot. And like, oh, there's Megatron. Transform and fight.
1: Yeah, a whole <laughs> little, yeah.
0: Oh my god, it was. That's why, dude. I was GI Joe. I was Star Wars. You got your guy. You fucking fight. You move on.
1: Yeah, get okay, your guns. I, I,
0: I like Transformers, though, but I wasn't really. The toys oh, you kind of were, annoyed me.
1: You know, you had to like commit to that. Like, you 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 just couldn't like half-ass play with Transformers. Like, you had to make a big commitment. Like. Yeah. To, to do that. It was especially like the more complicated it got like with the dinosaurs and all that stuff. Where hey, where did uh where would Mr. Feschott go? You're, I mean, of, even, you're even,
0: But even Voltron.
1: Voltron, Voltron was, was fucked up.
0: Dude, what a badass fucking toy Voltron was. That is you probably know, one of the coolest toys ever. But now again, you're sitting there playing the this da da da, da, da 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 oh, it formed Voltron. 20 minutes later, you can fucking form Voltron. You're like, oh, I got to put the legs in. I got to mm-hmm. pull the head. I got to attach. Make sure it's really in there. Next guy. Dude, five minutes goes by your board. You're like, fuck, this, this is boring. Did you have Voltron? Yes,
1: I, I actually did. didn't. You didn't.
2: I didn't have Voltron. I, didn't I, have... I was a I was a big G.I. Joe fan. And I, I was like G.I. Joe. I, like G.I. Joe. And, and, like, I was He-Man, G.I. Joe, and Thundercats. Yep. And so, like, I literally had every... like. I had everything He-Man. I even had those like Tri-Tower Attorneya things that like were th- I don't know like five hundred bucks in the
1: eighties, which must be like twenty thousand dollars now. I mean, it's oh, fucking ridiculous. If you had the original Castle Grayskull, like I'm, I'm thinking it's somewhere like around four or five grand. Like it, it's unbelievable. It's unfucking believable how much these He-Man He-Man has just gone up and up and up and up and up in uh, in price. It's so fucked up. It's so cool, but um. Yeah, no, but you know, you know. Let's let's be honest. You know, let's let's be honest. I think that's Lauren. Lauren are you still here? Lauren went to the store. That is her pulling in. I guess she left. Um, you know, the want to believe is is great. Like I want I, and it's not necessarily I want like gray aliens to be here. I don't want like the fucking uh the predators like to just jump on the planet and start killing people but i i want to think that there there are other and how do we know they're not just like us how do you know they didn't send people here to colonize this and they went somewhere other people went so like this whole that whole superman thing like when Mm -hmm. when uh krypton sent all these satellite things out to find whatever that i can get behind i can get behind that like definitely get behind that but oops but yeah no so yeah um we got some oh, Megatron had what uh, Megatron had a silver we use a silver gun and they had three Voltrons. Uh, cars, Robots, and Lions, yes, exactly. Uh Tim, uh Sam mentioned uh, something that caught my eye. Johnny Quest. Tim, I gotta know because you know, even when we're getting off topic here on the aliens thing, but that's okay. That's what we do. My sister loves Johnny Quest, and I think it's fucking stupid. Like I, I just I never need it. I can't I need- get into fucking Johnny Quest. I can't. No. Neither. Look, Lauren's mad at me right now. She just threw everything down. Yes, kind of. Yes, we are. Look, I just am not a big Johnny Quest fan. With the head of fire hair, his sisters. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. About the cartoon, right? Yeah, with with Haji and and uh, his like his like oh. like dad, who's a little wears like turtlenecks a little too tight, like. That are like next lab scientists. He had twin sisters. I, mean, I don't that's too much info. That, no, Johnny Quest. Not a Johnny Quest fan. Not a Johnny Quest fan. I'm sorry, Sam. I'm not a Johnny Quest fan. Um I like a lot of old Hanna Barbera stuff. Sam, you mentioned Planet of the Apes. There is actually a cool Hanna Barbera one season cartoon of Planet of the Apes. Tim, did you ever see that? Yeah, from back in the day, yeah. Yeah, it's really, really fun. It's really, really fun. It's like the banana splits us, you know what I mean? Yeah, what Planet
0: of the Apes aren't aliens. They're basically us evolved. Not really yeah. aliens. Wait, Not are you aliens, saying that but...
2: they blew it up? That that they did this?
1: Damn you.
2: <laughs>
1: damn you. <laughs> yeah, Planet of the Apes was uh Charlotte. What what he what it was as uh he, damn
2: darn it, yank. Damn,
1: dirty (laughs) ape. Or something like that. I can't fucking remember. But Charlton Heston was great. As much of a douche as he was, he was great. You know, you gotta give him
2: my favorite Charlton Heston moment was when he did his cameo in the awful Tim Burton Planet of the Apes. And he was the he was the pacifist ape, but he was the only ape on the entire ape planet that had an ape gun. And I love that little tidbit because
1: that was cool. Of course he would. <laughs> that was cool. That was the one with uh, Marky Mark, right?
0: Yes, it was. Yeah,
2: yeah, bro. Yeah, you're an ape, bro. Which
0: made no fucking sense whatsoever.
2: What are you talking about, bro? You're an ape, you're an Abraham Lincoln? Uh, so, bro, say, it's I,
0: fine. I say hi to your mother for me. Say right? hi to
2: your mother <laughs> for me, bro.
0: I say hi to say, your, how your mother. To your ape for me. mother? <laughs> no, my favorite, you know what saying? My favorite, char- I'm getting off topic. I don't care. Charlton Heston moment of all his work is literally his cameo in Wayne's World too. That was good. That? You remember that? I remember that. Jace, you remember that one? I do. Yeah. The, the, the guy the, guy, uh, I know it's a small park. Can we get someone better than this? And they whip the guy out and bring in <laughs> Charles Atkinson. He's like Gordon Street. Uh, I once knew a woman who lived on
1: Gordon Street. And Wayne's crying. <laughs> Best fucking scene ever. That's great. It's great. He was. Uh, you guys ever see Soylent Green? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of oh, course, really? Man,
2: out of people. Actually, that that oh. is like that's the joke, but that's a great movie. Yeah, that's a,
1: such a great movie. That's such a he's, great movie.
2: He's also an Omega Man, right? That's also yes. Tr- Omega Man. So oh my
1: god, he, Omega Man was fucking incredible. He's great in that. He's really great in that. Omega Man is like an, that that's like a a, des- un, a deserved movie that is underrated. Like that's that's sure. Omega Man is pretty fun. Like it could be get dissected very well, uh, modernly. For sure, for sure. Um, I, don't think, it, I don't think that's even a word, but
2: it's like a weird zombie, not zombie thing. Because like they're they're like zombies, but they're like a they operate like a cult. Like it's so weird, and there's so much like social commentary to like be, be yeah, first pers- from there, yeah,
1: yeah. No, it's fucking great. Like uh, they even reference that in uh, Strange Brew, another great movie. Uh, the oh, McKenzie yeah. Brothers. I, I haven't seen that. In time. Is, is there is there anybody that doesn't like Strange Brew? Let's be honest. Strange Brew is great. That's one of the greatest movies ever. Tim, no Strange Brew?
0: What is? I, I'm trying to think what it is. That's Rick Moranis, right? That's the one. Bob, I, yeah,
1: Rick and uh, Dave Thomas, Bob and Doug McKenzie. Take off hoser. You know, hey, what's no, up, eh? No, no, Canada melodrama for me. It's actually a Canadian comedy. It's, it's, no, no, uh, no, Canadian comedy for me. You're not. You're not. You're north of the border is not. Uh,
0: I've never like, seen it, so I can't judge it.
1: It's really great, dude. You should really like check it out. Strange Brew's a cult a cult fucking classic.
2: As a kid, I got into some really weird TV shows, and one of those incredibly weird TV shows to be into as a, I don't know, ten-year-old was SCTV, Second City TV. Oh, dude, I've
1: I've seen every episode, man.
2: It's a great show, and that's why I know movies like that because Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas, like uh, Joe Flaherty. That's how I know these guys from Second City TV.
1: What Eugene Levy, uh, Catherine O'Hara,
2: Catherine O'Hara, yeah,
1: all of them, man. Fucking, that was so good. And it was on back in the day. It was on right after Saturday Night Live because Lauren Michaels was producing it. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's fucking crazy, man. Crazy, Tim. Your homework, <clears throat> should you choose to accept it, you have no choice, is <laughs> to watch Strange Brew and give us your thoughts next week. Where We're gonna have a minute on the A to Z program where you're gonna you're gonna tell me tell me what you thought of uh, of oh, Strange wait. Brew. Only if it's free and I can find it somewhere for free. I will find it for you for free. <laughs> I will find it. If I have to buy it and give you my password to Amazon, I you're gonna fucking watch it. That's that's <laughs> uh, that's fine. <laughs> it's such a great movie. Yeah, we've gone off topic, but that's okay. That's what happens here. That's what makes the show fun. Um, well, no, no, no. I mean,
2: are we- Canadians are aliens, right? Uh, in in the geopolitical, I, I don't know, man. I'm trying. I'm fucking. We. I got nothing here. I'm trying.
1: No, well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just letting it go because we're having more fun talking about all this anyway. So,
0: no, well, um, let me, let me ask Jason a question.
1: Yeah, ask Jason a question. As, as,
0: as I think me and Eric have discussed this before, more likely scenario to you, like your your ETs, your friendly visitors, or your fucking independence? They gonna rape and kill us all. Honestly, like what do you think was more likely
1: to happen? Oh, good question.
0: Um all right, that's a
2: very good question. I actually don't think I don't think we're gonna actually meet another alien species. And if we do, it's not for a very, very long time and we have to be lucky enough to actually survive as a species, which I don't think we will because we're a very suicidal species. Uh, you know, as it oh. is, but Um, because, you know, the space is vast and it's always, it's always, uh, expanding. But anyway, I'm avoiding the question. And so I think that, um, if they're like us, we're fucked.
1: Like, yeah,
2: if they're like us, yeah, they're going to colonize us. They're going to, you know, prima nocta our women, they're going (laughs) to enslave, you know, like everything that we have done to other people, they're going to do to us, but oh yeah, like, if they're just, like, if they're nothing like us, and, they, like, they land here accidentally, it's, like, yeah, I guess more like an E.T., but, like, I don't I don't know. Like, why would something so like what, E.T. be sh- shooting around the spaceship,
1: so... What, one hand, we're prison bitches, and the other one, we're Tom Hanks, is basically right, what you're yeah, saying. Like, right, yeah. right.
2: Like, and that's the thing is, I, there's no scenario in my mind where we, we get presented with an alien species and go, you know what? Regardless, we're going to be benevolent. Like, Either they're going to take us over or we're going to take them over. Yeah, 100%. That, it's kind of what we do as a species to each other. And, and, and at, least, at least when an alien species comes, we can stop doing it to each other, hopefully. Hopefully. All right.
0: and, and one more question for both of you then. What are the odds? Is it even possible? Your, per, your, your personal opinions. Have we made... Well, not us. Has the government made contact... Do you, think, do, you, do you think there is something in the Area 51 as far as we've had a species of alien there, spaceship or whatever? And do you think they know? Well, I well, obviously they know a lot more than we do. I think that's in every subject. They know everything more than we do. But like, do you think they've made contact? Honestly. That's for both of you.
1: Y- yes. Yes. I'll go, I'll go first. Yes. Uh, number one, Jason brought up a very good point earlier that It's more along the lines of a modern thought, a modern way of thinking. All this alien stuff and this, you know, because everyone says, you know, it really wasn't popular until you know uh, the Roswell thing, this and that. But actually, there are documented reports that go back thousands of years, at least a thousand years, of people seeing things that they didn't understand. There's paintings and uh, that show like you know the Virgin Mary. I I guess she was a virgin by then, Um, with. with, (laughs) With uh, that ship in the sky. You know what I mean? Like the yeah, artist threw that. that little in there. And then also you have like getting more modern, like into the 1700s. Like Thomas Jefferson actually has the first documented uh, sighting of a UFO, um, which he didn't know what to call it. I think he did call it unidentified object. I believe he did. And then you have like the guy in Texas who buried fragments of a, of an unknown you know airship is what he called it It's something that fell from the sky And there's all this metal was all over the place Well he took it all and he buried it in as well And he put cement over it and stuff And everybody who's lived there since has gotten This weird um, Form of uh, Of arthritis That like just It looks like you have like burl or like Tree knots on your hands and He died from it and other people subsequently Who've been there lived there uh, have, I think been afflicted with it But um, so yeah, it's gone on and but I think that the Vatican who's kind of if I if I can get out a little bit here, I believe that the Vatican is more of a world archive. I don't think they just do religious. I mean, of course their their primary goal is is the the religion of the Catholicism and keeping everything, you know, in order in that aspect, but they also have one of the biggest observatories in the world, one of the most powerful telescopes in the world. And they also admit freely that they believe that there are there is other intelligent life out there. Of course, they think that the almighty has created it, which they could be right. That I mean, even science says that there's only so much that they can explain out into the universe. Then they just don't understand anything after, else after that. So is there another universe that created our universe? Tim, I guess basically what I'm saying is I forgot what question you asked, and I just went off on it. <laughs> what was it? What was it you wanted to know? Does has the government actually made contact? Ah, there we go. That's what I'm getting to. So then we get we get to, look. I just did the Mister Rogers. So um, <laughs> we get to uh, we get to Roswell. Okay. Now here here's why I do think something happened at Roswell. Okay, because you are not going to publish something in a paper. And then later on that evening, retract it and just say they 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 reported what they saw. They reported what was there. And within like six hours, a retraction was made and it was said, oh, no, it's just a weather balloon, just a weather balloon. And still, like I'm in the 1940s and I'm going, what, what's neoprene? What's weather balloon? Now I'm even more confused. It's like so what they did basically is they 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 opened the public up to it. But at the same time. I'm skeptical of that because it's like, okay, wait a minute. So why would they even bother? Like, it's a fucking 1940s. They didn't need it to, to like, make anything all like, uh, yeah. You know, there was the war of the worlds. They just got over World War II and the most evil fucking idiot and hit, well, two evil idiots in history. You know, they just, well, they got rid of one and one died a couple of years later of like every sexual transmitted disease and, you know, probably the, uh, the Harbin, the, you know, the, the, the poor... He probably had like he probably had anxiety from you know all the people he killed, uh, Stalin, Hitler, and Stalin. So um, Uncle Joe, that's,
2: Uncle that's, Joe, that's what FDR called him, Uncle Joe. Every, yeah,
1: that's what he were, we were supposed to refer to him as during World yep. War II. they our ally, Uncle Joe. Like now we know he's the funny Uncle. But um, <laughs>
2: yeah, he's, he's that funny genocidal uncle that we don't he, really invite to Thanksgiving anymore.
1: Yeah, you know, because he doesn't really give you food. He wants you to starve in the other room, and you know what I mean. He's he, he likes uh, Romanian prostitutes, and uh, yeah, you know whatever.
2: Puts a gun to your head and takes your boots and makes you walk yeah. out of the uh, the cold.
1: Yeah, it just feels like killing you. He will, you know. But no, Tim. Here's the thing. Yes, because and here I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a name. Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar, do you guys know who Bob Lazar is? I do not. Both your homework. I give out a lot of homework, a lot here. I, but I thought I, was I want you. I, I was going to say I'm. I'm like stepping into shoes I can't fill. Um, this Bob I, I Lazar was,
2: hydrogen car. This guy.
1: That's Robert one of Scott
2: them. Scott
1: Lazar. Bob Lazar. Yes. Okay. And also, Bob Lazar is the guy that came that that came out from Area 51 and said he was not only there. But they had technology, and they had an aircraft and a spaceship that they were reverse engineering. Now Bob will tell you that a, I just did like a LaQuisha there, like a, <laughs> a he doesn't believe in aliens right now. He says he goes, I don't, I don't know if there's aliens or not. He goes, that's, I, I, I don't, I've never seen an alien. I don't have proof of that. He goes, but I do know that we have a, a craft. That we are trying to reverse engineer that we, A, don't know what the the material is made of. B, we don't understand the propulsion system. And C, we figured out one of the elements that ran it. And he is element 115 or something, he called it. And coincidentally, in 2015, all of a sudden the government says, oh, yeah, we, we, we have this new element that whatever. And it's the same fucking element that Bob Lazar said 20 years before. So... If you guys dive deep into Bob Lazar, it's going to get crazy and you're going to get people going, oh, fuck him. He's crazy. But if you really listen to the guy talk in interviews, dude, I don't I don't think he's I don't think he's full of shit. I think something's fucked up there. So, Tim, yes, I do think they are keeping. I'm not sure they're keeping like uh, squid people from us. They might be. Oh, I I, hope
2: they are. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Let's hope, you know. Maybe they, could, maybe they could take the Kardashians and keep them there, too. Oh, with like a wife, maybe? <laughs> but, yeah, I think that there's shit, unexplained shit, that maybe has something to do with an extraterrestrial or thereabout that they're not telling us. I Because you got to understand something. When something is fully disclosed, finally, and when, some, when we fully know and you see, like, mm-hmm. beings from other worlds like on like the nbc evening news it's going to tear the fabric of society if it's not done correctly because everybody's going to go into a mass panic mass hysteria you know and that's good that creates that's it creates a mental illness in people because it's, it's over it's an overabundance of fear which yeah, is, I, which is
0: why remember remember we talked about this last time too eric about that movie paul i know i keep bringing it up I keep fucking listening. Uh, I,
2: I, I know of it. I've never seen it. The only thing I know about it is it is one of my favorite moments uh, in life with my my uh, father in law who loves movies and he was he's from the Philippines and he was here he was here in the winter and it was cold way before COVID and I met up with him after he saw Paul and I was like oh, how was that was that was the movie and he went. <laughs> Better than standing out in the cold for two hours,
0: <laughs> which I think is the
2: best endorsement of a movie ever.
0: So, you know, I, no, I actually love that movie, and I think that movie really kind of like opened my eyes a bit. Only because, first of all, it you should watch it because I count the pop culture references because it, it makes yeah. it, it it's at least 50 of them in there. You got to try to catch them all. Oh, I think I, I think I caught most of them, if not all of them. Second of all, it's basically like they ask Paul, "Like, why do you look like, like every alien I've ever seen? And Paul tells them, because for the past 50 years, the government has been fucking dripping my picture of my face <laughs> onto all your shit. This way, when we finally meet, you're not scared shitless. And I think that's a fucking brilliant That's interesting. Bl- that's why Paul looks like every alien, the bald with the big eyes, and he's small, and he's like, yeah, the government wants you not to be fucking frightened if we ever meet, because now you know what I look like. And I think that's a brilliant fucking way to, to do it. That's I think why, I, I, you know, that movie, I think, is like really not just a comedy. I think it really kind of like say, hey, look, this is what we got. This is what you may see. This is what we see soon. You don't really have to be afraid.
1: Yeah, I agree so, with that.
0: And
2: I, I, I actually don't think that's a bad idea. That's a really good propaganda technique. Yeah, um,
1: it but is. I, it really is.
2: Yeah, it really is. And and it, to to answer your question and it, it can kind of go into that is um I don't think we've made official contact. I don't think like there's been aliens in the White House shaking a president's hand or anything oh, no, like I don't, that. Oh like, no, I don't I wouldn't go that far. No, but I think like I think the the most that I would give my my sphere of belief is uh we found a down ship in the forties. Because I do actually believe there's something to the area fifty one. Uh I agree with you, Eric. I've read a lot about that too, and about like they, they were very clear on what it was, and then they they turned like they did a 180 oh no, it, it oh, dude, balloon, it's a balloon and crazy. But but yet like nothing's declassified and they're still very secretive, and like if and and yeah, I not to say if you've got nothing to hide, why are you hiding it? But it does lend to the, the question, but but I don't think there's ever been, like, official government-to-government contact. I think, like, we might have found a down ship and possibly with something dead inside, and that's what's in Area 51, and they've been doing their fucking crazy government studies on it. And yeah, and maybe you're right, uh, Tim, uh, that, you know, that is what it looked like. And so they've been inundating us with that look. So if we ever do make contact, that it wouldn't be as scary. And I think, I I think it would work. I think if we did make contact, it looked like that. Almost every, most people would go, well, that's what I thought. And the other half would, like the other people would go, Oh, I dreamt about that. They were anal probing me cuz cuz that's also a thing, right? You have that the dream about like when they abduct you, uh it's called um sleep paralysis. Yeah. So
1: they're you're you're almost thinking like they're trying to desensitize the public a little bit before, you know. I, yeah.
2: I think yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's what Tim said. I think it's a perfect yeah. way to put it.
1: I think, think that's why that's why I think I agree with it. I think
0: it's so brilliant about it cuz it's not just a, a <coughs> dopey fucking comedy. It's uh yeah. I mean that part of the movie is like, you know like Actually, makes a lot of fucking sense. Who and, uh, did Paul?
1: And, uh, Who did that?
0: Um, it was was the two guys, the British guys. Um, shit. The, oh, that's uh,
2: the 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 oh,
1: the oh, Shaun God. of the Dead guy.
0: Yeah, Sean yes, yes. of the Dead guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> them two, them two, and um, <clears throat> there's so many freaking cameos in it. Sigourney Weaver's in it. Like, there's so many people are in it. it it's it's. I'm telling you, it's a funny fucking movie. But like I said that movie also. With that part of the... First, of them, they always say, you're going to anal probe me. And Paul goes, why do you think I want to stick my finger up your ass? I, there's, nothing in, <laughs> like, there's, nothing, there's nothing in your ass anybody wants to talk about. Like, stop asking those questions. So again, they, they start pointing out a lot of that kind of stuff. And it turns out that Paul is actually responsible for all the major uh, pop culture items in the past 50 years. But he, wow. actually, he's, he was actually on the phone with Spielberg before he made E.T. saying, hey, Steven, how about you do this? That's And, ste- and, and, and it's, actually, it's actually Steven Spielberg saying, well, what else you got for me? He goes, well, I have this vivification, blah, 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 blah. He goes, what the fuck is that? Oh, it's healing. Oh, I like that. Let's use that. Bam, E.T. comes out. Wow. Agent That's Mulder. That's a cool movie. Agent I did to watch his movie now. Yeah, Paul goes, that was my idea! It's, plus, it's Seth Rogen, so it's funny.
1: Mulder's so in it?
0: No, they mentioned Agent Mulder, and he goes, that was my idea. Like In other words, he <laughs> was responsible for all major... Yeah, major you know pop culture references. Tell you, it's a great fucking movie. You should watch it. Yeah, I want to check me, it out. Every time, we, every time we bring up aliens, we bring up I talk about Paul, so that's how much I like it.
1: Mike, Mike, why do you think I'm chewing? Do I look like I have a dip in? It's just my handsome, chiseled face, dude. I, I, <laughs> I, I can't do anything about it. I really can't. Um, uh, yeah. So, no. Th- you know, it's kind of like, you know, the discovery of, like, a hammer in, like, a fossil. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you don't want to think that there was shit like that way back then, but there really was. And, like, I'm sure that if, if something were to crash on Earth, say, thousands of years ago and was recently found by archaeologists and they called the government... And, you know, Arlie Ermy came in and he's like, you know, God damn it. Get away from that son of a bitch. And, you know, and got everybody all fucking like, like straightened out and like, all right, get this area 51. Get it out there. Hang on a minute. I just had a thought. How about the Nazi bell? You guys ever hear about that?
2: No. No. What's the Nazi bell?
1: The Nazi bell is a. Well, it's 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 a story. That is kind of corroborated, kind of not, because they do have paperwork and they do have. They actually okay. Let me let me put it this way: they the Nazis actually did try to make a time travel device to break through another dimension and yeah. to, to actually, travel through time. They did actually
2: some crazy shit like they those Indiana the Jones movies fucking- that. Detail like the, their thing into like the occult. That's all true. I'm sorry, Eric. I didn't it, didn't it, it, it is true.
1: No, it is, and it's fuck. They're fucking smart. So this Nazi bell thing in Poland, you know, of course, when they took Poland over, they did everything over there. So in this region of Poland, they have like this, uh like this structure. Almost looks like a uh, like a Roman Parthenon thing. It has like these these posts and like it has this like thing in the center. Well, what they tried to do as i guess they tried to have uh, red plutonium and they tried to to energize it somehow and what i guess what happens is if you if you energize red plutonium or red i think it's plutonium i don't know what what did the terrorists use in back to the plutonium
2: yeah plutonium
1: that's plutonium I, Pin, yeah so just,
2: pinball machine parts
1: yeah i I made up all about pinball machine parts <laughs> Oh, i gave it to that's- them
2: that's a great quiz for
1: Lloyd impression. I do some good impressions. That's, That's Tim. I really do some pretty good. good ones. Tim and I actually are both. We have our. We have our 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 people who we do really well. Um, Tim, I'll never be better at Jim Cornette or Dusty Rhodes because I'll crack up. Please don't do it yet, Tim, because I'll die. But do, surprise me with it in the episode. But um, no. So what they called it? Die Glocke. and Diglaka, and um, in German means the bell so what they theorize happened is in the mid-70s or early 80s outside of ohio somewhere this belt-like structure appeared and all of a sudden it was found by the government and they took it to wright patterson air force base which i believe is in ohio and they think that so the story is that the nazis did figure out how to travel through time and it landed in 1980s ohio and they took it to another Another big, look up Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. That's another big, uh, you know, conspiracy place for the government. And um, so they think he did travel through time. So Hitler wanted to travel through time and, you know, basically do the whole, like, uh, Moriarty thing where he travels about and, you know, I, I conquer eras everywhere and I'm everywhere and nowhere at the same time. So it's interesting. You should look it up. It's really interesting.
2: I, I have a different theory to propose now. Everything you said sounds very interesting, but what if the Nazis did travel through time? and they just happened to go through the, any date where Star Trek was on that showed Nazis going through time and then winning the war and went, yeah, we've won the wars. that's great. All right, back to the past. we don't what the fuck is up. And they went back and and they went back to the the, 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 the past. So maybe Nazis did did uh, travel through time, but Star Trek saved us.
1: I I wouldn't, I like that I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. doubt that at all. Like I I, I love Star Trek. I never I did, but I, I do now. Um, Lauren got me into it. Lauren, uh, you're my weirdo reference. Can I have you ever seen the, <laughs> you ever seen the movie Paul? Did I ask? Did Tim and I ask you this already? Paul, about the alien? Oh, yeah, okay, I have the oh, poster. She has the poster. Never. Why 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 did I even think that she didn't? <laughs> Simon Pegg That's the guy I was trying Sean of the Dead. Yes. Lauren you know? make make
0: Eric watch the movie.
1: Did you hear you hear him? Make Eric watch the movie. I have it. It's over here. She even has the DVD. Okay. I, I, nice. I can't do this anymore. I mean, you're you gonna know. Watch it. Yeah. She's thinking, now she's like, I got the DVD, we're gonna watch it. It's just... <laughs> like
2: in the show, we're watching it now.
1: <laughs> no, actually, we, we have a date with Love, Death, and Robots when this is over. So ah, nice, nice, nice. Great show. Great show. Um, no, the new season's out. So, Tim, you oh, ever been? Really? That? Yeah, new season today.
2: Okay, I didn't know that. No, I Tim, never even heard of it. Never even
1: heard of it. Netflix. It's... Go to yeah, it's go like to see
2: 15 minute robot things. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's
1: it's robots, it's stories of. Dude, the stars of Love, Death and Robots. Like each one is a different it's animated differently. It's done differently each episode. It's so fun. And they're only like 15 minutes long, 10-15 minutes long. It's so good. Yes, yes, Lauren.
0: And after you're done with that, you have to watch Oats Studios.
1: Oats Studios? See, I didn't I didn't think that was as good.
0: No, you did. You I didn't did? remember which ones it learned. Yeah.
1: You're trying to say I don't know my I... No, you're confusing them. Me confused? No. yeah. <laughs> yes. Remember the um the Zygote one with the, they're in space and it's the. You guys the, hear her? It's like the robot checking the guy. And yes.
0: Yeah. by herself and it has like that being thing that when it like becomes connected to another person, it like it them. So it has like Oh, the, that was that show. Yeah.
1: Oh fuck! All right, I don't want to talk about that. I got to eat after this. I can't talk about this. Oh god, it's <laughs> not going to bother me one bit. It's not going to bother me. Tim, please. Do yourself a favor and get on Netflix and watch the first season of Love, Death and Robots. You will not regret it. Like, it's it's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. I just said that. Are you the host of the show? You should be? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I Listen, have you you've been nominated two years in a row to be the number one internet talk show? You haven't? Oh, that's right. I have. That's right. See, I don't like that because you're making good things sound bad. No, not like me. Anyway, um, enough out of that. So, yeah. So I guess I have to watch Paul. Okay. Um, anyway, guys, what? give me some parting alien thoughts. Now, I want to start with Mr. Faschetic because you're the skeptic. You're the main skeptic we have here. Okay, I am. so I, 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 I want to ask you. I want to ask you. Okay, so we we've we've already covered, you know, you know, aliens and eh, ancient aliens, and, eh. um, you know, uh, pilots in the military. Yeah, it could be. Give me your overall, and I want it. I want it in five minutes. I want it. We're gonna go five minute speed round. And give me your overall take on extraterrestrial life. Go. All
2: right. Well, I think they could exist. They probably do exist, uh, though. I don't think we've made contact, and if we did make contact, it was accidental, almost like. Um, driving a fancy sports car in 2020 and going back in time to a third world country in 1820. Uh, that's how I would describe the area 51 thing if it went down the way people say it went down, but I'm 100 I don't know 100% sure because I'm someone that need to show me proof and I've seen no proof. It's all it's all fun skeptical things, but you know, I'm like Fox Mulder, I want to believe.
1: And I'm very, a doctor! I'm
2: Zoidberg! I'm sorry, I had to throw that in. Sorry.
1: Very good X-Files reference, by the way. I, <laughs> that, you, you. Get, you get bonus points for that. You get bonus awesome. points for that. Tim, what do you got?
0: Uh, I believe a lot more than that. I, especially because of technology's getting so good. I think a lot more people are seeing shit. A lot more people That's are catching shit. Even these That's people really that are using their point. phones now to fucking take pictures of the moon. And there's always some kind of wacky shit going on up there. I don't think that's all I'm not saying it's all aliens, like they're like they're landing on the moon and like watching us like a fucking movie. But some strange shit's going on up there. Um I don't think they've landed. I don't think they've made contact. I don't think they've kidnapped anybody. But I do believe a lot more that they are coming more frequently. They are orbiting the planet. I mean, even even NASA's catching shit now. Like in yeah. the background. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. the, now 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 we're having meetings where the government's releasing footage of how this ship Go into the water and then shoot back up at a hundred miles. doesn't make any sense. Again, no. aliens, uh, it's something, something's doing it.
1: Definitely, definitely. I mean, has, to,
0: the, the religious nuts will say it's God. The uh, you know, people like me, the fucking science fiction people will say it's aliens. Fucking, you know, talking fans might say it's hobbits. I don't know what the fuck he could say. It's just you know, it's what you want to believe. But it's I do so believe wrong. that we are, I, I believe we are getting frequently more visited. Are we close to contact? I would say no. Like I said, I don't think we're worth it. Yeah, and even, I, if, we I, were, I and even if we were, <laughs> I think the government basically has this thought. They keep waiting for us to get smart enough to handle the fact that there are aliens, and they we're, like, we're not. They're not. We're not getting
1: smarter. We're yeah, getting no, worse. We're devolving. We're de-evolving. <laughs> we're de-evolving. I'm yeah. gonna
0: say though, I
2: also don't think the government is smart enough to handle no.
0: aliens. No no no, I don't think so. Either. I think They're I think not. I think they'll I think They're they'll not. fuck it up. I think they'll fuck it up big time. Like if there was ever like real contact like that, right. I think they'll fuck it up. Think, it, would they, be like, yeah. it would be like if you all had they have shoot. you guys remember yeah, Mars was, attacks. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah. yeah.
0: It would be like Mars attacks, like oh, yeah, shit, kill them? Yeah, oh shit, aliens, be. shoot. You better shoot.
1: Shoot, yeah. I but, mean the the only thing the government has is resources. That's it.
0: No, what I'm saying what I'm what I mean the government's hiding. I don't think they're hiding contact or alien. I mean they're hiding a lot of like, yes, this ship is from space. Yes, right. the ship is this knowledge and they're not of what telling exists. Us. Yeah, they're not telling us because they know we're a bunch of fucking maniacs who, yeah. you know, oh my god, there's an alien. I'm gonna go to the store and shoot the bodega because there's an alien. <laughs> yeah, they're right. real. I'm, I'm gonna go kill that bodega guy. And take a fucking TV. Yeah, that's just what we do. We're a dumb, yeah, fucking, that's... stupid species of people. We are.
1: We're we're a very arrogant and self-loathing. Um, Society, uh, world. You know? I think every president or whoever yeah.
0: is like like, oh, maybe I'll be the lucky president to where the people will be smart enough. And every president's like, fuck. No, <laughs> well, I can't. <laughs> I mean, <you>
1: know,
0: <laughs> guys are getting dumber.
1: We haven't done very well in the last two, so it's <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The uh you know, you both brought up good points. I want to expound on 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 a couple of things uh, real quick. Um, uh, J- Jason, I, I, I totally am on board with you because like, I, I, I want to believe, but I have to, I really got to see the real, th- I got to see something a little real. Like, I don't need to see like the whole thing. I don't need to see the whole Mona Lisa, but I want to see a piece of the canvas. I want to say, Oh, right, okay. Exactly. And, I, like, and I can put I can that believe. together. But Tim, I, I 100,000% agree with what you said. Cause you made a very, 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 very important point. So you got to, let's go back to, let's go back to 1850, you know, uh, out here in New York, we have our, you know, we have our handsome carts, our and our, and our, and our buggies and, you know, and, and we're on cobblestone streets and, you know, we're all, you know, descendants, second and third generation, Irish, English, and Italians are starting to come over and build things. And, you know, Polish are baking, you know, and, and, you know, Jewish people are banking and German people are, are fucking not, what did starting we wars. Yeah, not, <laughs> not starting wars yet so it's like you know but anyway it's becoming the multi-ethnic pot that that is known for today okay but you know it's it's still a little you know it's just a little more civilized than let's say the west so you go out west so you have guys like matt Dillon who have a horse and a basic a basic you know little jailhouse and you know a uh, farmer Farmer Frank lives out on the edge of town with his wife, uh, Annie May. And, you know, they got the long rifle and everything. So life's very simple, even in the city as opposed to the country. Now, as time goes on, you know, you have brains like Nikola Tesla. I don't give Thomas Edison as much credit as he wants anybody to give him because I honestly think that he was a very intelligent man. But there there is documented proof that he took ideas from other scientists just because he had the financial backing to get them. I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm on board with that. I think Edison's a fucking dickhead. Can,
2: but, I weigh um, on Can I weigh in on this as someone who teaches at Thomas Edison High School in Jamaica, Queens?
1: Give it to me. Give it to me.
2: Uh, I agree with you 100%. I always tell the kids if it were up to me in, in alternate reality, this would be Nikola Tesla High School.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, with be, you 100%.
2: Like. <laughs>
1: because alternating current was even proven to be safer than direct current you know it's like yes not that direct current's bad direct current was was no, no. modernized direct current was better.
2: fine but but like they both were good and they both were good. one on a smear propaganda campaign and the fact that he had money to back himself up and he also ripped off nikola tesla while he worked with him so it was like
1: while compounded he worked
2: thing him. yeah
1: and that goes back to what tim says is like The government necessarily isn't hiding things, but they have the resources to keep it from you doesn't necessarily mean they're smarter. They have the resources like the guy with the money is always going to get more than the guy with the tie-dye tank top. That's just how it goes.
0: Listen, my Uncle John said it to me and and it it stuck with me my whole life. Rest in peace, Uncle John. I love you. we were watching something, and I was in his house looking at one of the new aircraft. I think when the stealth bomber, the stealth fighter came out or some
1: shit like that. Oh, well, like an SR-71, yeah. Yeah, but
0: he was like, he goes, so we're watching a special about it, and he goes, and I said, wow, I can't believe you know they put this on TV. You know, Maybe the enemies are like, oh, this is the plane. And he looked yeah. at me and goes, if they're releasing this footage, they've already got the 10th fucking next best thing coming. Yeah. And I'm like, That's dude, that makes so much point.
1: sense.
0: So he's like, there, if, if they're showing you this aircraft, they've already got the fucking Next best thing coming. If they they release footage of of this thing, there's already something better down the pike.
1: Yeah, this is this is the old one. Yeah, it does. There's
0: there's a new iPhone every year. It it makes fucking perfect sense.
1: Yeah, there's already an iPhone like 19. You know what I mean? What are we up to? Like 13? There's already probably a 19. And that's what
0: I'm planned. Yeah, you know, it's, it's all about the money and all about the whatever. But I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So if if they have this you know some plan or they know it's gonna you know they're not gonna fucking tell us yet because we're not we're not we're not smart enough
1: no and that goes to what i'm saying is how technology has advanced so fa- quickly it would leap every 100 years to 150 years then all of a sudden it's 50 years then all of a sudden it's 25 years and it's like how, how do you go from horse and carts in 1890 1900 to an internal combustion engine to 50 years later you're going to the fucking moon and then 50 years after that, you have cell phones that can literally like all you all you got to do is just go like this. And you're talking to somebody in Siberia. You know what I mean? It's like something happened somewhere that we, we are still garnering info from and learning from it. And, you know, to quote Brad Meltzer, decoding it and learning. Like, it's all a learning experience. I don't think there's this big, there probably isn't even a big cover up. There probably isn't this big secret. It's probably simpler it's going to shock us more how simpler everything is. And that's my thought of it all. That's my thought of it all. And gentlemen, we are at the end of our rope here on the A to Z program. I would like to thank you both. Mr. Faschetic, thank you for coming on and gracing us with your wit and your intelligence and your overall handsome persona. I I, I feel honored that you that you made that long trek to the A to Z program. I know it's tough. I know well, it's th-
2: tough. Th- thank, you, thank you for having me. I mean, I I've been looking forward to coming on. I've been looking forward to uh, guest starring. I've been looking forward to seeing everything from Area 51.
1: To Zeitgeist.
2: To Zeitgeist. I I had no Z. Damn it. Usually it's just Z's a
1: tough one. Z's a tough
2: one. Z's the tough one. Damn it. It really is. Uh, But but, but thank you for having me is what I'm saying. It was a real pleasure. I really enjoyed myself. It was our
1: pleasure. Hi. Well, hello. She can't hear me yet, can she?
2: Hi, Eric.
1: Well, hello, honey. How oh, are you?
0: I'm good.
1: That's good.
0: Back to um,
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you having a good night? Good. Okay. <laughs> yes. Thank she's you. No she's, she's like over me. She's like she just watched the talk, and she's like, okay, here. Uh, that's uh, her. That's right. her. She's
0: contracted to appear. She is. Uh, she's con- she's, on, she's... A, on every show I do with Eric. She must appear at least once.
1: <laughs> nice. she, she has. She has to come on. She has to come on. But no, Jason. Thanks for coming. I'm glad you got to see Tim, um, in his Ed McMahon uh, atmosphere because he's I like he's it. the best. He's the best <laughs> I mean, Ed McMahon saying? I could ever have.
0: Are, aren't you two doing another show coming up pretty soon?
1: We, Funny we, you say that, are, yeah. I, I, I'd I, like to hand, hand that over to Mr. Fashetic here and let him explain what's going on.
2: Yeah, so normally we do a double a deep dive uh, where we look at everything James Bond. We do it on Mondays, but I had to, uh, to pull a wrestling term tag out with these gentlemen. So we're going to be doing Tuesday. Uh, we're going to be doing Roger Moore's Octopussy. I'm going to be there. Ginny's going to be there. And we're going to have our good friend. Oops, I always messed this up. Where do we go? Uh, Eric is going to be there because, uh, look, he's a big Roger Moore fan. He's a big Octopussy fan. I'm excited to have, like, someone who's really chomping at the bit talking about Octopussy. I'm excited to be back. We've taken a two-week hiatus. So, uh, yeah, if you're a big fan of, or if you're a fan at all at uh, of Roger Moore or... James Bond, please join us Tuesday at 8.30 uh, for Octopussy.
1: Oh, it's going to be fantastic. I, that's probably, other than Live and Let Die, that's the Bond movie I've seen the most. And I, I grew up, like I said, my father was the prolific Bond fan, and I I, I grew nice. up James Bond. And I know all those movies, like the back of my hand, I could probably sit, if you had two hours, I could recite every line for line everything. And I'm not <laughs> and kidding. Is, right, I'm is, not kidding.
2: Is Roger Moore your favorite?
1: I, I like all the James Bonds. I really do. But it, I really, just probably because of a time, place, and emotion with Roger Moore, because I was young. Okay. And yep. when I was impressionable, he was James Bond. And it's like I took to that. And it's just, it, it means a lot to me to, at a place sense. in my life. So, so that's, uh, Tim, what you're saying?
0: saying? I'm, I'm glad you, you didn't think that octopus, he meant eight vaginas. That's all.
1: Well, you know, <laughs> probably at one time in my life, I would have wished it did. But. You know, you're a, real, I, you're
0: a real fan, so you
1: know. I'm a real fan, yeah, absolutely. And you know, you know how the much trouble vaginas and I have, so you know we don't want to get into that. I'm. <laughs> don't start singing the song.
0: I'm
1: not the your, I'm talking other see. ones. I'm talking other, not yours. I was referring to ba- baby mama drama is what I was referring to. Was
0: anyway, but honestly, when you guys were younger, because that movie came out in when what, what year did that come out?
1: 83, 82, 83?
0: Yeah, 83, yeah, something like that. So you yep. got you have to tell me I wasn't the only one who laughed every time someone said octopusy.
1: Oh no, it was great because it gave it gave mm-hmm. for me, it gave me a chance to I said, Dad, I'm watching Octopussy, and he's yeah. like, Oh, is that on? You know, he he was like all for it, you know. And it's like you're a pussy. But, What'd you say, octopus? But after James a while like, like James you become Ron, like man. you don't, you're not you're not like sensitive to the to the pussy word anymore. You're just like it's a James Bond movie, and, and believe me. Don't you remember seeing the the posters everywhere? You walk into the the, the video place, Octopussies, are. You see Bond with the gun. He's just like you know, oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so. I can't wait. I'm so excited. And
2: yeah, I, I, I always tell the story that uh, so um, a friend of mine who I've known since grade school, Tim. You know him, uh, Pete. Uh, like I remember, we were in like third or fourth grade, and we were both sent to the main office to do something, and. Octopussy had just come out or it was just on TV. I don't even know fucking, but he was talking about it and he was like, you know what? I'm going to, talk about my favorite James Bond movie we get in there. And we walk in there, and he's like, yeah, did you see the movie Octopussy on TV yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> And it was the funniest, as, as like a grade school, it was the funniest thing in the world. It was like, oh, that my
1: is. God, we're going to get
0: killed for this. And he's just screaming That's, Octopussy. That, and that sounds it, exactly like Pete. It really does. Oh, really. yeah, no, exactly.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That's so awesome. So, yeah, I'll be guest starring on the 007 Deep Dive with Ginny and, and, and Jason. And uh, Tim and I, uh, instead of going on Tuesdays, we will be doing a Monday. Just too sweet. We've we've done a Monday before. We've 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 done a Monday before. We've done a Wednesday. We've done Saturday night's main event. Mm-hmm. So That's we're going to go Monday again. And uh, Tim, we're on episode what 81? eighty one?
0: Eighty. Eighty's coming up Monday.
1: This is episode eighty. So twenty more episodes, and we hit the big one hundred. Now. Nice. We're trying to get somebody to come on the show with us. And, Tim, if you would be so kind to, to 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 elaborate on who this gentleman is and how he sounds, would it be? Let me tell
0: you something right now, Eric. There's no fucking way I'm coming on your show. <laughs> oh. You guys are not fame. <laughs> That's Jim Cornette. I, I, I can't even do it because I'm, cause I'm it's sick. It's so great. It's so fucking
1: great. It is so great. He does Jim Cornette, Dusty Rowe. I mean, he. This is where he gets me when I <laughs> crash me the fuck up. I'm still gonna laugh. But yeah, we're trying to get Jim, We're trying to actually get a big wrestling name to come on the show for our hundredth. And I think we're gonna. I think we got a good shot at it. So we're gonna try to do that. But until then, everybody go to popculturepros.com. Everybody like the like the Facebook group. Join the Facebook group if you're not already joined. Join now. Uh, there are other groups to join. There are the, There is the 007 group to join. There is the Granny's Peach Tea group to join, which also features somebody here, right there. And uh, this guy over here always seems to uh, get a backstage pass to Granny's Peach Tea. I've personally never been on it, so I don't know what the hell is going on there. Well, you, but you've, um, got,
2: you've got an open invitation. You just got to let us know when you want to show up.
1: Yeah, I got, it is me. It's, it's, it's not you, Jason. It's me. All right. Um, I, so, I,
2: if, if only I had a nickel every time I heard that from someone. <laughs> that's
1: <was> fine. <laughs> but, yeah, we got Granny's Peach Tea. We also have the uh, – the, we call it the flagship show, the put-it-in-the-book show, hosted by the boss with Keith and Rodriguez. They give you everything you want to know about the Mets. And also, speaking of baseball, there is a Empire 161 show. It is all about the New York Yankees, and it is hosted by our dear friends ed and um Hilda. so uh please be uh it's please watch that and uh, who oh it's not oh i'm oh my gosh i'm sorry ed and hedwig i'm sorry i get her name wrong all the time so so watch the empire 161 show i don't know ed flops around because he's got tickets to every every new york team ever and he's always and he's got baseball or whatever he played softball i don't know blue balls, whatever it is he does. I don't know. But Ed's a busy guy.
2: I I think Ed is actually a contract killer, and we just don't know it.
1: You know, that would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense. It really would, because
2: sometimes we're in a movie, we go to see movies for for Granny's Peach Tea, and he's like, hey, uh, hold my popcorn, hold my cell phone, hold this. I'm going to be back in 20 minutes. I'll be right back. And then he comes back, and he's filled with blood. He's like, don't say anything. I'm like, all right, yeah, of course, sir. I think he's a contract killer.
1: I knew it. I knew it. I, it has to be. That's it. Ed, you're, you're outed. You're the John Wick of uh, Queens. We knew it.
2: But I didn't out you. Uh, Tim outed you. Tim, not me. Not me. No, oh, no, Ed. I'm a good guy. I'm a friend, Ed.
1: <laughs> you know, blame it on me. I mean, I'm already like I'm already like 743 years old, and I haven't died, so I'm I'm probably not gonna. So, right, Ed, uh, but yeah, try to
2: kill the immortal.
1: Try to kill the immortal. So that's the <laughs> Empire One Six One show. We also have. Uh, a great show. Uh, Tim actually is is has real good banter with these guys. Um, the Skyline Review is the Disney show because Tim is a prolific Disney fan. Uh, knows as much or more about Disney. Not more. No, not I don't want to say that. They, 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 know, they know their shit. But, Tim, you're pretty good. Tim, you're Them, pretty good. Them's crazy with the Disney. Oh, they're fucked up with the Disney. I mean, it's almost <laughs> as crazy, <laughs> as, as like I said, as Baby Mama is about Disney. Well, I'm not getting into that because I don't want to think about it. It's sickening. So anyway, that's our rundown of shows. I'm sure I missed a few. I might have. I might. Oh, I did, Tim. I missed a very important show that's coming back very soon with a lot of new content. And that is none other than Shooting the Sith with Mr. Tabala right over here. He will be giving you all all your new Star Wars shows. One week from from today today. is Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. So Tim is going to be giving you everything inside, outside, and underneath with that. He's good. We're gonna be getting what back into Mandalorian soon in a couple months. Mm-hmm. Uh we're gonna and there's so much more coming a uh, Star Wars stuff. So please watch shooting the Sith white with Tim. Uh Tim is probably I would say Tim is like the uh like the uh what could I equate Tim to if he were a pop culture pros rapper? Tim is like the uh the Johnny, no, the uh yeah, the Johnny Depp of Pop Culture Pros because he... Has an ability to adapt to any form of
2: I see that. show
1: or anything we do. So, like, because he can, he can go right from uh, Geller Grindelwald to Darth Maul, and you know what I mean. So he's so, he's our.
2: Sometimes yeah. he's being murdered in midair in the '80s by Freddy Krueger in his in his youth, and sometimes he's dressed up as a child molester question mark in the Tim Burton uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You know, he can do whatever he wants. That that like Johnny Depp, he can do whatever he wants. And That's sometimes
1: comment. he's I, I dig sometimes it. Sometimes he's <laughs> Captain Jack <Spaff. laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. And sorry, and Sometimes he he's an entity onto himself. <laughs>
1: Sadly. So anyway, folks, thanks for watching the A to Z program, the disclosure episode, the A to Z briefing, as we called it. Thank you to our guest, Jason Fischetik. Round of applause for Mr. Fischetik, everybody. I, I can thanks for having
0: me. Appreciate it.
1: Uh, like I said, uh, for Tim Tabala, my, my Ed McMahon to, to the Johnny Carson of the Pop Culture Pros Network, I'm Eric Zant. Be here next week, uh, next Friday on the A to Z program. I will have a surprise for you. I'm not telling you what it is, because if I did, I'd have to hire Ed Camus to kill you. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that came right into my head. I don't know.
2: I like that. That's good. I like that. And the
1: broadcast. <laughs>